0: You are Locked On Titans, your daily Tennessee Titans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome to the Locked On Titans podcast. I am your host, Tyler Rowland. Titans fans, this Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast is presented by rockauto.com. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com and tell them Locked On on sent you today we will continue the 2021 locked on titans nfl draft preview with another one of the titans biggest need positions in the draft and that is edge rusher that's right on today's show we will be living life on the edge i have 31 that's right 31 edge prospects to go over with you guys today as we have been doing throughout The Locked on Titans NFL Draft Preview. We will go through this in tiers. I have the top ranked 10 edge rushers who I think will get taken on day one or day two. Then we will go into the mid tier of edge rushers, guys, who will be taken late day two, early day three and then of course we have the bargain bin deals the dart throws at the end of the draft as well. Now the Titans need for edge rusher has changed quite a bit throughout the offseason so we'll discuss that at the top of the conversation but excited to get into over 30 edge prospects today on a Thursday edition of the Locked On Titans podcast. Let's get it! Right, Titans fans, we are living life on the edge today as we break down the edge class in the 2021 draft. But of course, before we get into the conversation, a little bit of housekeeping here. This is the Locked On Titans NFL Draft Preview series. I've already gone through the entire offensive side of the ball, and we talked about interior defensive linemen earlier in the week. If you missed any of the installments in the NFL Draft Preview series, make sure that you go back and check those out. To to get ready for next Thursday night and to make sure that you never miss another one of the installments that I have planned for the defensive side of the ball make sure that you follow the Locked on Titans podcast on whatever platform you do stream make sure that you check out my Twitter account at Tic Tac Titans for all the live content that I'm going to be pumping out during the draft and check out the new Facebook page at Locked on Titans pod where all of that video content after the draft is going to be posted as well but first things first just want to quickly talk about the Titans edge rusher situation right now of course the Titans have Harold Landry and the newly signed Bud Dupree that are going to be their starters they have Derek Roberson still on the roster as that third situational pass rusher they have young guys like Tazar Skipper and Wyatt Ray still on the roster but that's not really enough I do think the Titans need to look to add an edge rusher to the roster from the draft this year in the first, you know, five rounds at minimum, probably the first four rounds, if they could have an optimal outcome. So, who would they be looking to? Let's dive into this list. I got thirty names to go over with you. Let's go into these scouting reports. The top edge rusher for me is going to be Jalen Phillips, six foot five, two hundred and sixty pounds, out of Miami. Uh, he has incredibly twitched up muscles, incredibly powerful guy as well, explosive. He has all the athletic traits and all the bursts you could ever want, all the size and all the length you could ever want, in a pass rusher, he's like a pass rusher who came out of a lab. He can give you value on the inside rushing as well, a little bit to go along with that outside pass rush. But the issues, he can play a little bit too high being six foot five. He's a tall guy, so he's a tendency to not keep his pads as low as he should. He doesn't do a good job of making adjustments mid rush if his first move doesn't work out. So he needs some refinement and combo rushes. And he also, which is the biggest worry, has injury concerns. Three concussions at his time in UCLA. They wouldn't clear him medically and told him that he needs to retire. He didn't accept that, so he transferred to Miami for one year. Ankle injury in 2017. Wrist injury in 2018. Going back to high school, hand injury in 2016. And he's an aspiring artist musically. And some people do believe that music is his true passion, and that'll always hinder his work ethic when it comes to football. Next, you have Quitty Pay from Michigan. Now, this is a guy who loves ball. He's got elite burst, elite change of direction. He's got an elite mentality out on the field as well. An incredible mower motor. He stays low at all times, which allows him to win against tall offensive linemen. He's six foot two, two hundred and sixty pounds, so he has to be able to stay low. And the big thing is. He made year-to-year improvements at Michigan. He improved every single season. So you take a guy with elite athletic traits, an incredible mentality out on the field, show that he can improve year-to-year, and teams are really excited about what he can become because right now he doesn't really have a lot of pass rush moves, really needs to refine his technique, and he's not really a guy who can rush on the inside despite his size. So he's really a 4-3 defensive end, and I don't see Pay as a great fit for the Titans. I see Jalen Phillips is a better fit, but this next player, Azizu Jalari, six foot two, 249 pounds out of Georgia, can be a versatile 3-4 outside linebacker, does have the ability to play off the ball and drop into coverage a little bit, which fits the Titans scheme. He's got an incredible mentality, great motor, but he's got good bend and good dip to get around defensive tackles. He has a gnarly stab and chop move, so when I say stab and chop, I think the offensive tackle is firing out, trying to get his hands on Aziz Ujallari. What Ujilari will do is he'll use his inside arm and he'll jab the offensive tackle in the chest, which ruins their momentum and ruins you know, their plan. And then he uses his other hand to swipe the offensive tackle's hands away. So you stop the offensive tackle's momentum. They have to extend their hands to get their hands on you at this point. You swipe their hands away with the offhand. You get to the quarterback. He is an assassin with that move. So I love Aziz Ujulari. He's got great football character as well. Here's the problem. He's slight build. Doesn't play with a lot of power. You're not going to see a lot of ex- executed bull rushes his stamina is a question he never played more than 52 snaps in a game at Georgia can he hold up in a heavy snap game in the NFL and he was mostly a one-year wonder in terms of elite production but I love Aziz Ujulari as the Titans number one target in this top class of players next you have Jason Owe, six foot four 257 pounds he's an uber athlete but he's got limited experience playing football just started playing football in 2016 Very raw prospect. He's got a very passive mentality out on the field as well compared to the last two guys we talked about, but he does have an ideal frame, great length. He's got running back type explosiveness based on the pro day that we saw from him, and he improved every season as well and improved a lot in 2020, especially in run defense, but a very raw prospect, and I don't think that lines up with what the Titans are looking for. Next, 6'5", 259-pound edge, Joe Tryon out of Washington, very powerful player, very violent player, but didn't have a lot of great production despite having all of those traits. He's got ideal size, an ideal frame with good length. He's a relentless rusher, a really good bull rush as well. That's his primary move. He gets off the line of scrimmage very well, which plays into that bull rush primary move. He doesn't have a lot of polish outside of that, doesn't have any other pass rush moves to go to, so that's something that is concerning. He's going to get... Pushed past offensive tackles a lot without that bull rush and that anchor. And he plays really hard, but a lot of the times it's not very coordinated effort, so he needs to kind of refine his skills there. Next, Gregory Rousseau, who is a very popular name out there. Big guy, six foot six, two 266 pounds, a long athlete. He's got a basketball body with how his frame is shaped. He's a former wide receiver, so great fluidity, great mobility as well. He was a redshirt freshman in 2019 and had 16 sacks. He thought that was good enough to get him drafted in the top 10, top 5, so he opted out in 2020, but now we're here in late first round, early second round, so that might have been a mistake for him coming out of Miami, but like I said, great frame at that size, has good bend for being that big, can rush on the outside, does have potential to rush on the inside, so there's versatility there, but doesn't show a lot of power. He's a thin guy right now, so he needs to add some weight, and He's gonna struggle with offensive tackles in the NFL without having power at that size because he doesn't necessarily have the speed and mobility to beat big offensive tackles despite having good speed and mobility for a guy his size. Next is a guy I really like, but definitely not in the first round. And that's Carlos Boogie Basham. Six foot three, two hundred and seventy pounds out of Wake Forest. He's more of a four three defensive end, but if you put some weight on him, he could be a you know, a 3-4 defensive end like a Jeffrey Simmons plays, and he could give you inside rush potential, which could be very interesting. He's very powerful and very explosive despite only being six foot three For his size, he has great power, like I said, so that's important. He does have good inside moves. He was more productive of a rusher on the inside, but like I said, he'd need to add some weight to his frame to have the power to consistently play on the inside in the NFL. The next guy is kind of the opposite of that. Joseph Asai, six foot three, two hundred and fifty pounds, out of Texas. He is a smooth, athletic, speed rusher. He wins with effort, and he wins with finesse. He's not a very powerful guy. He's not going to bull over or bull rush offensive tackles. He's not somebody who can drop back into coverage either. So, you know, he looks like a 3-4 outside linebacker, but without that ability to be versatile and drop back in coverage, that movement ability, that effort in the pass rush may need to transition to a 4-3 defensive end, but right now looking like a situational 3-4 outside linebacker. The next guy here is Peyton Turner from Houston. I'm very interested in Peyton Turner for the Titans in the third round. Six foot five, two hundred and seventy pounds. So another one of those guys who could rush on the outside, could also transition to being a rusher on the inside, which the Titans love that versatility. He's got really long arms, got really strong, powerful hands, and he's got good bend for a guy that size also plays with incredible effort. So all that really gets me going for a guy at 6'5, 270 with versatility. But He was playing the wrong position in 18 and 19 with a different defensive scheme, so that kind of limited his production. At 6'5", he can play a little high. He needs to work on staying low, and he needs to work on having better balance as well, but I really like Peyton Turner as a third-round option for the Titans. So for me, taking a look at it, Joseph Asai in the second round, Peyton Turner in the third, Ujjalari in the first round. Those are the guys I really have my eye on. The last guy in this tier, and some people are really high on him, it's Ronnie Perkins out of Oklahoma. He's got a ton of experience, but Never really was dominant during that time, and he's a twitchy guy, but he's not overly powerful. He's not overly strong, so there are concerns there. He only has one move right now that he goes to, and it's his dip move on the outside, on the corner, bending the edge. Um, I don't really like Ronnie Perkins, I think, as... As far as the experience that he had I would like to see a little bit more production a little bit more dominance from a guy like that having that much experience in college so for me if we're looking in the mid rounds I'd take somebody with a little bit more upside maybe a, a little bit more of a project but that's the first tier of guys like I said we have a ton of content to go over today we are going to get into the mid tier of edge rushers next before we do that I do want to remind you about the title sponsor and that is rockauto.com rockauto.com is a family business it's been serving auto parts customers online for over 20 years they have everything you need for your classic or your daily driver and you can get it delivered in a few easy clicks right to your door their catalog online is unique it's easy to use and you can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands, specifications, and prices that you prefer go to rockauto.com right now see all the parts available for your car or truck and write locked on in the how did you hear about us box right underneath your shipping information amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need rockauto.com Titans fans, let's continue living life on the edge, breaking down the mid-tier edge prospects the Titans could have an eye on in the 2021 draft. Before we dive into the next tier of edge rushers, though, just want to remind you guys that this year the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft Live, that's right, live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts, including me, and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL draft from April 29th to May 1st. I'll be dropping... Locked on now. Breaking news videos throughout the entire weekend. Going to be having a, a podcast both on Friday. Going to have a recap podcast on Saturday. Many ones and another one of course on Monday. Recapping everything that took place. So a ton of content not only from me but also the entire Locked On Podcast Network coming up. Speaking of that, the Locked On Ultimate Mock Draft is happening right now. Make sure that you search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 Mock My day is going to be either today or tomorrow. Make sure that you don't miss that excellent, excellent exercise that we go through each year. It's probably my favorite league event doing the Locked On Mock Draft where we all make different picks for our team. Make sure that you don't miss my pick. Check out the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021, but let's dive into the second tier of edge rushers. These are guys who I think will get taken as high as late second round to as low as late fifth round. Maybe some of these guys could go in the sixth round. It's all about your flavor, and I will kind of explain what we're getting ourselves into here with each of the different prospects. The number one guy that I'm going to talk about in this tier is Rashad Weaver from Pitt, six foot four, 259 pounds. Now, he's an older player, but he's got really good power, he's got good skill, he doesn't have incredible athletic traits. He had an ACL tear in 2019, but his size, 6'4", 259, combined with his good length, combined with the power that he displayed when he was on the field, he's great at combo when pass rush moves together. He's got a great long arm pass rush move, like I talked about with Oziz Ujalari, where he sticks that one long arm out to control the offensive tackle. So, a lot of these guys in these next two tiers are either athletic freaks or or not freaks, but guys who have good athletic traits, who you want to develop the other parts of their game, or they're guys who have shown that they have great technical refinement, they have great fundamentals and great skill and feel as a pass rusher, and you're willing to bet on those dudes just being productive guys. Because you get both in the NFL. It's never just the athletic freaks who are, you know, the best players. Sometimes it's just guys who get it. They just understand the game, the fundamentals, how to set offensive tackles up. All of the different nuances of the position, that can win for you too, and Rashad Weaver could be that kind of guy. The next guy is someone who I'm very interested in for the Titans, and that's Quincy Roche out of Miami. Went to Temple originally, then transferred to Miami, but he was just insanely productive. And I know John Robinson loves that. Twenty-six sacks in two years at Temple. Wanted to up his competition level for the NFL to see. Four and a half sacks in 2020 behind his partner Jalen Phillips. He plays with incredible effort, good burst off the line of scrimmage. He's got great feel. He really knows how to read offensive tackles and what's coming. A good rip to the edge to get around offensive tackles at six foot two. He can six foot two, six foot three. He can get under those targets. Call offensive tackles. He doesn't have great athletic traits. He doesn't have awesome power. He's kind of an older player as well, but he's just one of those guys who I think will be productive as a role player in the NFL. Next, you have Patrick Jones out of pit, six foot four, 260 pounds. So NFL teams are gonna love that frame. He has a really good, refined pass rush toolbox to go to, and he stays low at the line of scrimmage for a guy who's six foot four, but doesn't have great power in his hands for a guy that size, not good punch um he doesn't have great bend around offensive tackles so he may need to transition as an inside rusher and he's another guy who's older he's going to be 24 so not really a lot of refinement a lot of you know uh enhancement a lot of development you can expect to come from a guy as old as patrick jones next you have Deo odangbo let's go six foot five 275 pounds out of vanderbilt and here's why I mentioned what I mentioned at the beginning. In my opinion, Odangbo is a third-round talent. He's got great hands, inside-outside rush versatility, really good pass rush moves, a twitchy athlete as well. Now, he needs to work on his awareness, his IQ, how to read offensive tackles, staying on balance, countering what offensive tackles do once they figure out what moves he likes to go to. He missed a lot of tackles and run defense as well, but when you have a guy that size at six foot five with the hands and the pass rush moves, he's already displayed in that athletic twitch that is a premier either edge rusher or 3-4 defensive end if you put a little weight on him the problem is he tore his achilles preparing for the draft in 2021 so he would have gone in the third round but he could potentially end up going in the sixth round because of the achilles tear would the titans take a chance on him any higher than pick 216, 215, I would not, but that second, sixth-round pick for the Titans, I would consider taking a chance on him there. Next, you have Charles Snowden, 6'6", six six, 243 pounds, out of Virginia. He's going to be a hybrid defensive end, 3'4", outside linebacker, so that fits what the Titans want in their versatile scheme. He's got ideal height and length an edge rusher, good agility and change of direction. He's got basketball level movement, but the problem is he's got a basketball body. He's incredibly skinny, doesn't have any power, and he doesn't process as quickly as you need to. Kind of has basketball IQ too if you want to put him there, but uh, he would be an incredible project for a team, so I don't know if that's something that the Titans would be interested in despite the versatile flashes that he shows on tape. I don't know if he's going to be able to put weight on to hold up against the power Offensive tackles of the NFL, which is why he's a mid-tier prospect. So we are gonna move forward. Chauncey Golston out of Iowa, six foot five, two hundred and sixty-nine pounds, good length, powerful hands, can transition as an inside rusher, too. So that gives the Titans a little bit of interest there, but doesn't have a lot of burst, doesn't really stay on balance when offensive tackles really get their hands inside his pads. So that's something to watch there. Next we have Jordan Smith out of UAB. This is a guy I'm very Very interested in, in the fourth, fifth round. Six foot six, but 264 pounds. That's a big guy. Really good hands. Has great straight line speed. Plays with great mentalities, physical and ferocious. And he had a ton of production during his time at UAB. Now, he has good straight line speed. But he's not incredibly agile or fluid in his hips. He doesn't play with great power for a guy his size. He is still skinny, so I'd like to pack some weight on Jordan Smith, maybe another 20 pounds, and see what you might have. But with those hands, the speed, the mentality... And being that productive in college, he's got to be a target for the Titans in the late mid rounds. Next, you have six foot three, two hundred and sixty-seven pound Cameron sample out of Tulane. He stays very low off the line of scrimmage, which is good for a guy at six foot three. He's really good with leverage. He can be an inside or an outside rusher. So that versatility is important. But he doesn't have a bowl rush whatsoever because he doesn't have a lot of power. And that's something that at six foot three, 267 pounds, he doesn't have elite burst either. So without power or athletic traits to fall back on, you're probably going to see sample go later in this process, like, you know, mid fifth round, late fifth round. Next, you have Dalen Hayes from Notre Dame, six foot three, two hundred and fifty three pounds. Good burst off the line of scrimmage. He's got great coordination. He never seems out of control whatsoever. He, you can really tell he knows what pass rush moves to go to, and he does it smoothly. But he doesn't have great length, so it's going to be hard to keep offensive tackles off of him. He doesn't have great athletic traits either. He's more of a uh, he wins with his mind and wins with his fluidity. But he doesn't have great burst, doesn't have great explosion, and he's another one of these guys who's older he's 23 years old so not a lot of development to be expected from Hayes which will make him a fifth sixth round prospect and then the last guy in this tier is a guy that I have a lot of interest in personally along with a guy like Jordan Smith along with a guy like Quincy Roche Chris Rumpf from Duke six foot three. He's got great rush moves. He is a prolific rusher in terms of putting moves together, comboing moves together. He just really understands the technical aspects of playing the edge position, how to use his hands, how to set up his moves and the timing. Plays with great motor if his moves don't work, so he's never out of the play. Great balance to set up those moves. He does display some ability to play off-ball as well, which that versatility would be enticing to the Titans, but at six foot 3 doesn't have great size, not elite size, doesn't have great explosion either. Like I said, he wins with his technique, he wins with his mind. Um, He added pounds from 2019 to 2020, but he looked less explosive, so he probably wants to maybe meet in the middle on that. And While I said he does display some versatility to play off-ball, he's only had about 79 coverage snaps in his entire career, so he just hasn't had a lot of experience displaying whether or not he can play off-ball despite showing some flashes, but I'm very interested in Chris Rumpf, guys who are productive like that, guys who win with their pass rush moves, who are intelligent, who just understand how to play the position, guys like that just find a way to have success, man, it's not always the athletic freaks who are the ones who succeed in the league, so a guy like Chris Rump being taken at 166, 205, I think that would be a great way to add depth to the Titans' edge rusher position. But we are going to get into the last group of edge rushers, the dart throws, and these guys are late 6th, early 7th, late 7th, priority-free agent guys that the Titans could be interested in. Before we jump into that, though, do want to remind you about BetOnline.ag, the fastest and easiest way to bet on all the sports action. They have a ton of different draft props that you can bet on right now, so make sure you check all of those out. And NBA, NHL, and MLB are all in full swing as well. So go to betonline.ag today or use your mobile device, sign up for free, use promo code LOCKED ON. That's one word, LOCKED ON, and you'll get a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Titans fans, we are going to cap off this Thursday edition of the Locked on Titans podcast with the final grouping of edge rushers. These are guys who are going to be taken. In the maybe late 5th at the earliest, 6th round, 7th round, maybe some priority undrafted free agents as well. But before we get into that, do want to remind you the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 presented by Locked On and Odyssey is happening now. Featuring analysis from NFL experts Michael Irvin, Jason La Canfora, Brian Baldinger, Our local experts for every team making trades and picking the next stars for their club. Search the Ultimate Mock Draft 2021 on the new Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. Odyssey is your audio home for all the sports, podcasts, music, and news that matter to you. That's A-U-D-A-C-Y and my pick for the Titans is on today's show, I do believe, so make sure you go check it out no matter what to hear the Titans pick that I made, but let's dive into this last group here, and uh, the first guy that I have is Josh Kando from Florida State, he's six foot five, two 260 pounds, got a ton of great physical tools, that's ideal size, ideal length as well in his arms, but Production that didn't really wow you at Florida State with all of those physical gifts, so he's really got to work on the other parts of his game. Next, six foot four, two hundred and sixty pounds, Aday Ogundage out of Notre Dame. He's very lanky. He's a long six foot four improved on his weight, came in kind of skinny to college, but was able to pack on the pounds. Now, he doesn't have a lot of bend. He kind of plays with tight hips, not a lot of fluid athleticism. And while he was able to pack on some weight to his frame, his play declined over the years. Next, we have the tallest edge rusher that we have discussed today, and that is Ellerson Smith out of Northern Iowa for that size being six foot seven, he's incredibly flexible, has good burst off the line of scrimmage. But for a guy that big has no power and really needs to add strength to his frame. I don't know if he's going to be able to do that at the NFL level. Next, you have William Bradley King out of Baylor. Six foot three, 250 pounds. He has a good pass rush arsenal right now. He does know a lot of different pass rush moves. Uh, he does have long arms as well, which is really going to help him at the next level, but doesn't have a lot of twitch. He's not a great athlete. He's a guy who, while having long arms, uses his intelligence and using, you know, that pass rush setup that he has to help himself win, but without the athletic traits needed, can that work at the NFL level? That'll be something to watch. Next, we have another pass rusher out of Duke, and that is Victor DeMukegi. And he is six foot one, two hundred and sixty two pounds. So on the shorter side of the edge rushers, we have discussed today, might be the shortest one that we have discussed today, but like his partner at Duke, Chris Rumpf, he has a great set of pass rush moves. He's really refined there, good get off off the line of scrimmage, but doesn't have great length, doesn't show a lot of strength, doesn't have a lot of power to his game, more of a finesse guy, and at only six foot one, without length. You have to wonder if he'll just be washed away by offensive tackles at the NFL level. Next, you have a guy in Janarius Robinson from Florida State. Someone I'm very interested in the Titans throwing a dart at late in the draft. He's six foot five, 263 pounds, incredibly long arms, really explosive athlete, but he's more of a straight line speed guy. Doesn't have a lot of change of direction, agility, and he's not a great tackler in run defense, but he played for Florida State. They didn't have the best program while he was there, so I think getting him in an NFL program could really help with some of those things in his game. A dart throw I'd be willing to take late in the draft for the Titans. Next, you have Hamaka Rashid Uh. Hamaka Rashid. I killed that one. Six foot two, 250 pounds, incredible agility, good off ball linebacker potential as well, which that versatility will help him get drafted. He has good length, so you can work on developing things around the edge. Doesn't have a lot of power, needs to add strength, doesn't have a lot of burst to his game either, and has no pass rush moves right now. So he displays some versatility, but if you want him to be a pass rusher, you're definitely going to have to do some development with Hamaka. Next, you have Darius Hodge who I take back what I said about Victor from Duke. He is 6 foot tall 248 pounds. Clearly the shortest edge that we have discussed. That's probably why he's in the last grouping but uh, he's got good length on his arms for only being 6 foot tall and for being that size he's a twitchy athlete which you better be at 6 foot tall as an edge rusher. He needs to work on refinement, pass rush skills. He's not going to help you in run D. He's getting totally bowled over by strong offensive tackles. So at that size going to be hard to see him translating to the NFL but you know with the length in his arms and the twitch that he has the athleticism that he has a team might take a chance on him and see what they could turn him into next we have Taron Jackson from Coastal Carolina 6 foot 2 254 pounds he is Just an incredibly muscular guy, just absolutely rocked up, showed good versatility inside and outside, and he was insanely productive during his time at Coastal Carolina. But obviously, you worry about the competition when he's playing at Coastal Carolina, and he didn't display a lot of bend and a lot of flexibility in his hips, so that's something to worry about. In this stage in the draft, but none of these guys are perfect. So you got a guy who's, you know, versatile, incredibly productive. I think that Teron Jackson would be a good late dart throw for the Titans, uh, along with Janarius Robinson. Then you have two guys who are incredibly productive in college, but in my opinion, profile to more four-three defensive ends. You have six-foot-three, two hundred and fifty-pound Jonathan Cooper out of Ohio State. Good pass rush moves. He really knows how to fire his hands into an offensive lineman, but he's not athletic, doesn't have great length, and like I said, he really only can play that four-three strong side defensive end position. He's a depth piece in the NFL. And then next, the last name we're going to talk about is Shakatoni from Penn State six foot two 240 pounds another guy really good pass rush moves does have good length a ton of experience in the college level but he just doesn't have the athletic traits you're looking for doesn't have great agility doesn't have great speed. Doesn't have great weight at six foot two. Needs to add some weight, add some power. So those are guys who could be 4'3 three defensive ends. I don't think the Titans would be interested in. So just a recap for you. I would love Jalen Phillips, but he won't be there for the Titans. I would love Aziz Ujolari for the Titans as well. Would be interested in Carlos Basham in the third round. Would be interested in Joseph Asai in the third round. Also have eyes on Peyton Turner from Houston in the third round. Quincy Rocher. I think makes a lot of sense for the Titans in the fourth round. Another guy, Jordan Smith, makes a lot of sense for the Titans in the fourth round. Going even further, late dart throws. I like Chris Rumpf out of Duke. Also like Janarius Robinson out of Florida State. Also like Teron Jackson out of Coastal Carolina. So that is the edge group. That is 30-plus edge rushers that we discussed on today's show my brain is fried. I've been in the lab for so long, excited to go over all of these different options with you guys, but that's going to do it for me today, folks. I will be back with you tomorrow to round out this week of the Locked on Titans podcast. As always, I am your host, Tyler Roland, and this was Locked on Titans.